0: Ladies and gentlemen, the Adult Baby Show. Hey, everybody, welcome to the Adult Baby Podcast, episode 110. I am B. I'm Chick. And I'm Chris. And we got another special guest this Woo-hoo! week.
1: And he's a second, second, or third.
2: This is my third time. Third. This is it third is your third time. time.
0: Yeah. Because
1: he yeah, came you- on solo in the studio, once uh, it- in my backyard with Mike.
2: Mike. yeah
1: and then now this now
2: this
0: uh, yeah,
1: was the same location
0: comedian christian Hahn is on Do we even What's introduce it? you why is that did we did we say your name i didn't even
2: uh, hear no introduction no you did not say yet but you but you gave me an introduction so that that's fine yeah you <laughs> know who you that are works. that how works how you doing buddy uh i'm hanging in there um yeah, so I've been, I've been, quar- I've been working from home the past four weeks. Oh, and, wow. Uh, I've been, you know what, my quarantine actually hasn't been that bad. A lot of people are like, like really hate quarantine. And I get that, but I, I like working from home and yeah. uh, I've been exercising twice a day. And then drinking every single night, so it always. <laughs> <laughs> so it's You know what's
1: great about yeah. that?
2: That you you do your work, you yeah. get a workout,
1: and you feel very productive. And then you give yourself a pat on the back at night and have some cocktails. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, I think it just needs something to look forward to. Yeah. It's it's hard. It's hard at night to like then, especially after working. Like I do like working from home. But especially once it gets like five o'clock, and then it's like, oh, wait, I don't go anywhere. Yeah. Like, then there's nothing <laughs> to look forward to. And it gets, into like <laughs> yeah, but no, I've been, I've been, um, I've been lifting because I have some dumbbells in my basement. So I've been lifting in the morning. You lift, and, bro? Yeah. I've been you, lifting. How much you bench? Not a lot. I'm very weak. Well, because I haven't been working out because, because I commute into the city. So I don't have any time to. Yeah. All right. Neither so, do I. I don't work out either.
3: Yeah, you, you yeah, have yeah time. no time. Chick has zero time for
2: that. Zero, zero time to work out. <laughs> so, but So I'm super weak right now. But, um, yeah, I've been lifting weights in the morning, and then I've been going on, like, six-mile walks with my mom at night. Wow. That's good. The bonding, too. It's just like there's a lot of things that are, are cool, too, in everybody's
1: quarantine that they get to do. I mean, I don't know if you walk with your mother regularly, but it's probably a nice little
2: change of pace or something that you don't normally do, I would imagine. Yeah, no, it's not that bad. You know, it's surprising though. I kind of I kind of don't miss doing stand up that much. I was that yeah, was my it's, next it's question.
0: A, it's it's weird. I I I was talking to a few people. I have a I have a hard time writing. I just started writing again this past week just because there's no stage time.
2: Yeah, I but I can't I can't write stand up not not knowing when the next time I'm going to get on stage. Very weird. Very weird. But have you so, done a virtual like, mic yet? Uh, no, I'm not gonna do. I'm not gonna do a Zoom show. It was <laughs> weird. It was weird. I did one this
0: week. Yeah, it it was a little weird, but it was it was kind of nice to see some you know old faces and just it ended up we just talked uh, some bits yeah. out. You
3: yeah, know? Cause are you really gonna do like material? You're not.
0: Zoom you can't. There's no way.
3: It's, You can't. It, How do it. uh, you I get didn't up read, read a room? Up. You can't you know, read a I mean, and there's no audience. It's just other comics. It's like an open mic, but you're all on
0: FaceTime. Like, it doesn't. It's good. It's good to – it forced me to write a little bit last week and have something to do, and I had a good time on it. I would do it again. Um, but it's definitely – it doesn't replace comedy, and it's it it's more of, like, a, a writing session than anything because, you know, a couple comics were like, ah, oh, you do that, maybe you could do this. So – but uh, it's funny, a lot of people, a lot of comics I talk to are either in the camp of they don't miss it at all, they're okay, or uh, or some people just are losing their mind, missing it. Now, do you um, think
1: it's going to turn comic like the ones who aren't missing it, Do you think they're going to be like, wow, I don't even want to do it anymore? I don't,
0: I don't know. know. Some people, maybe. But well, do you think it'll I turn think- people,
3: like like Christian puts out a lot of really cool like video content on social media? <laughs> <laughs> so... Oh, <laughs> yeah, right. So I <laughs> yeah, like, does really cool like video content on social media so you have like a tiktok now like yeah i think it would turn some comics more into like an internet <laughs> comedian rather than like because who knows when the next
2: time you can go do comedy is? i think uh comedy is following exactly what music <laughs> is so it's it's gonna be it's just like you know it like, if you, when you were a musician maybe, like, 15 years ago, okay, you, let's use rap, if you're a rapper, for example, 15 years ago, you go and try and get, like, a label exec, you kind of go do shows and get fans that way, and then it started turning into, if you're a rapper, you started self-producing all your own albums, and you started doing everything yourself, and it was all internet-based, and it wasn't really shows. You weren't going out and, like, Oh, yeah, you, it was downloading. Internet. Like, yeah. yeah, you just download. Yeah. So, I think... comedians have to evolve and i i I personally get frustrated with comics because i think they just refuse to evolve and i think that's why i I especially hate zoom comedy shows because it's just like why don't why don't you just start a podcast why don't you just make a video because that's going to be that's going to get to an audience more direct and, and better um but I think what's going to happen with comedy is the only people that are going to survive this, and it's only going to be worth doing if you have some sort of following on social media or if you have a podcast. Uh, the days of like, um, of like fundraiser comics, which are like big on Long Island, like the dudes who do the fundraiser shows at, uh, at um, yeah, well, like not even a comedy club, but like, like yeah, restaurants, firehouses. Oh, the firehouses, yeah. Like, where they're funny comics, but nobody knows who they are. They don't really have a fan base. Like, those, it, that's, been that's doing over it
0: for 20 years. Yeah. yeah that, that's going to be tough. You're right. You have to find, I, I think it's good for comics to find like some kind of creative outlet to do something.
2: Well, you uh, got to figure. Think I think no. the ones, sorry, I think the ones that miss it a lot are the ones that aren't doing anything else, uh, true. Wise. True. Because I noticed it, it, it once I started doing like videos and stuff uh, on Instagram or whatever on TikTok that kind of I guess like creative angst was really taken off and I really kind of like I love I love stand-up but I can I can live I could see myself not doing it and that doesn't mean I'm gonna quit but it takes the pressure off and I think that's kind of like a healthier way to look at it you shouldn't to me, you shouldn't look at stand up as something I can't live without it. Because everything that, every like setback is going to be like, it's going to be terrible. It's going to feel like shit. Devastating. With, yeah. When you can, like, I can walk away from this. And, uh, like, I have a day, I have a job that pays for everything, like mm-hmm. my life. So I could walk away from this and, like, my shit's going to be good. And I think that allows me, and even doing internet videos, that allows me to kind of have a healthier approach when it comes to doing stand up. But, I just think it's all – if you don't have an internet fan base, you're going to be screwed. And there's – there's, you know, you have to do it. I totally agree
1: with you and to an extent – well, not even to an extent. Yeah. I agree with you because I think the whole social gathering way of life is going to change drastically, and yeah. nobody knows how it's going to affect each and every uh, sport, comedy, you know, anything where people have to go in masses to watch. So yeah. for Stand comedy,
0: comedy – It's on the bottom of the list of we need to get back to stand up comedy shows.
3: Well, actually, I I mean, especially the ones ones that we're doing, you know? Because uh, I was thinking about this today. I read in the news that like LA and New York are both saying, like, we're not allowing crowds larger than 50 until 2021. Like, that's what they're thinking for right now.
0: By the way, that shouldn't affect my fan base at all. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I'll be fine. Oh, i have no problem with that.
3: <laughs> yeah, but like, do you guys think that the like the scenes of comedy will change
1: and like LA won't be the spot for comedy anymore? Like they'll move to like Houston, no, or like that? I don't think this. I think it's not going to change the scenes. I think it's going to give people who aren't in those places a little more of an even key, like a even playing field, because they'll be able to reach people like Christians doing through other forms of comedy that aren't necessarily stand up. I think people are gonna find other outlets. And I think when you have the internet, you could be at your house in fucking Wyoming. It doesn't fucking matter where you are because you could still reach people if your content's, you know, good enough and catches the right eye.
2: True. That's exactly it. I don't think I don't think it's gonna matter. I don't I don't think I don't think live I don't think comedy's gonna it's going to take comedy five years to recover from this. I think, really? uh, yeah. yeah, it's going to take at least five years. I, I think a lot of, a lot of comedy clubs are going to close. Um, and it's, yeah, it's just, I think it's just going to be a podcast genre. Honestly. I agree with you. And I, I think it's that's already, it.
1: changing. and like everybody, you know, everybody and their mother has a podcast, right?
2: But yeah. that's just,
1: with everything, Every, everything that catches on, everybody's doing it. There's thousands of comics out there. I'm not saying there's thousands of good ones, but there's yeah. thousands, thousands, of comics out there. I think everything does evolve. I don't think stand-up will ever go away. That's why I don't think like there's always gonna be an LA scene and a New York scene, but I think all these little places are a lot of places are gonna go out of business, man, and there's not gonna be a lot of places to do it. And you're gonna have to find other outlets to do comedy,
3: and it may be clubs in the city are basically out of business to begin with.
0: They're like, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, a lot of those, a lot of comedy clubs in the the city are on the fringe of being out of business before this. You're right, and a lot of comics were on the fringe of uh, quitting, you know, at any time. So I think all that is just gonna maybe uh, go, and everybody's got to adapt. Yeah, I mean, I miss going on stage. I miss that. I definitely miss doing that but you're right the creative aspect of it uh whatever it is like you do get your fill from that um i don't put as any videos like you do up i i try to once in a while but it's well, just,
1: I, I think huh? you're gonna see a lot more that. skit comedy yeah what what'd you say chick i think you're gonna start seeing a lot more skit comedy that people could do at their own house with small numbers
2: Yeah. And, and, and podcasts as well. And, and you're right when you're like, everybody has a podcast and that might like discourages people. And I was talking about this with Nick Toleli. He was, I was like, dude, why don't you just start a podcast? Like who cares? And he's like, but so many people we know do podcasts. It's so saturated. I'm like, yeah, but how many of them are good? Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Like this um, is the only like your like the adult babies podcast is the only good podcast I know I, I, with with people I consider amongst my peers like I you know what I mean There's none right. you don't of have to say that, like that. just because <laughs> no, no, no 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 I, I genuinely hey, do actually like your show a lot Let
0: but, him say um, it It might be all we that's have <laughs>
2: <laughs> Dude, that's, So ahead of the game quote, quote is gonna be like everywhere game. Yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah Make it sound into that one Yeah.
0: Uh Well, yeah, I think Talele should definitely do a podcast. He'd be great doing it. I, I've been saying that for years, but, I yeah, I don't know. People are, like, afraid to take that plunge because it's, like, too many people are doing it. But, but to it, me, if,
1: good content will stand out no matter what. If you're good yeah. at something, it's going to, like, if Nick is a great comedian, why wouldn't he gain the following off of comedy that it, literally only a few people are going to go out and see you as opposed to let me do a podcast where i don't have to leave my house and i could fucking listen to this kid you yeah. know what i mean like it's i think if you're good at i
0: think it, you'll still find a way to be successful i just don't, don't see ultimately i don't see podcasting and skits replacing stand up comedy people are still going to want that real stand up comedy i think you're oh, going
3: yeah.
0: to I don't well, know how yeah. going to be done though
2: yeah they're going to want to watch you they're going to want to watch you live but it's they they it's like they just like say okay this this podcast gets a gigantic following right mm. and they want to see you do stand up live they just want to see you right you know what i mean like yeah they,
0: yeah so
2: yeah so it's more of, that's why i think it's just going to be your fans are going to come out to see you, but, like, right. they're not going to go to, like, All-Star Night at whatever Ha-Ha Hut or some just shit. Just like random. That's animation. over. Yeah, yeah, that's over. That's, that's going to By the way, I've,
0: I've done a few of those fire department shows, and uh, I'm okay for that to be over.
2: Whew. Yeah. like <laughs> you, you, you didn't have good sets? I usually have good sets. No, I had
0: good shows. sets. They were just bizarre. It's just – it's always – I've never had – I've never – I've had good sets. I, I had never had a bad set doing it. Uh, but it's always just the people, something's not right. There's always a, a bizarreness going, there's always, they're always eating <laughs> like a lot of food during the set. It's just weird. Oh, I, I it's
2: not normal. Yeah. Well, it depends on who, who, like who produces who it. Runs some, it. Yeah, that's true. Some people don't produce it right. Or they'll give you the mic. It's like the, it's like the built-in microphone system. And it just, yes. like, oh, and God. it cracks, and it like crackles and, <laughs> So if, that, if those up. logistics are off, the, the show's usually going to suck.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. But to B's point, I don't think comedy, like I don't think stand-up's going to get replaced. I just don't think you're going to see it as much because of like a lot of these small places going out. I think it's going to be more for bigger comics and more established people on a bigger platform. I don't think you're going to see a lot of these. I mean, you're always going to have those open micers and, and beginners, but I think they're gonna, it's almost going to weed them out more.
0: Well, yeah. who's gonna start now? Yeah. You know? Well
1: that's the other thing. Who's gonna be the first person to fill out a stadium? That'll come yeah. with sports.
0: Sports first. But I mean, as far as new comics, I mean, Christian, you know, you go to the city and there's new comics. If you if you don't go to one open mic for a month, you can go back there uh and, and see like a completely new crop of comedians. Oh and, yeah. You know, it's just like a it's like a cycle. So it might slow down like people coming in.
2: That's what yeah, I'm saying. Maybe,
0: yeah, who's gonna want to try it
2: now? Yeah, maybe it won't be as. Uh, yeah, maybe it will stop a bunch of newcomers. It should be nice, even though that's a very negative be thing to say. I, <laughs> <a funny>. It's <laughs> I, also I mean gonna test. That. It's
1: gonna test everybody's writing skills too, because now everybody's gonna be doing corona jokes and
3: quarantine yeah, jokes.
0: Like, yes, you can. Yeah, ah. but you 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 can. You can do it now, but like when you're back on a stage, the last thing people are gonna want to hear is corona joke
3: hey remember that time we were locked inside for two months
0: it's just that's that's gonna get old that's gonna become real hack fast doing doing that's gonna be hack
2: fast for sure
0: um but like and and especially if if we ever get back to the point where we can do live stand-up the last thing i'd want to go on stage and talk about is so how about that you know corona it just it just wouldn't people want to use stand-up as an escape
1: that's true and then, God forbid, how many people have somebody they know that died, and you're going to be the yeah. asshole, fucking, yeah? <laughs>
0: it's
1: like the new nine eleven
2: joke. Yeah, yeah pre- pretty much. Pretty much. I feel
1: like people made nine eleven jokes. It took us. It took a while before any of those it took jokes. A it
0: took a
2: while. Took a while.
0: I mean, but but stuff can. I mean, material could be built off of this stuff. You yeah, don't I mean, talk about it, Corona necessarily. Well, you
3: could. You know, you could turn it into like mention it or and then be like oh here's what i learned about myself while i was inside forever
0: yeah like i started working on a bit about being bored uh and it's not great but it's about you know be- becoming a bird watcher because i'm bored you know just staring out of my window so it's like stuff like that where you don't it's like it kind of relates to what what's going on but you know, yeah a,
2: well, topic. Th- that yeah, won't no. be heck i mean everybody's gonna be trapped with their family for two months so they're gonna have material about one you a lot know, of family
0: people. a lot of family jokes yes
2: yeah um a lot of family jokes a lot of family i
0: hate my uh, significant other jokes a lot of those stuff yep. <laughs> yeah a lot of distancing interesting. Jokes. I, it's 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 hard to see where it's all gonna go but uh I don't know.
1: I do miss. I that's the thing, because there's no end in sight, in my, in my opinion. Not to be like the Debbie Downer, but
0: I don't see an end in sight. I'm, I'm not one of those people that thinks we need to run out and, and get yeah. back. To, like uh, they're like,
1: saying May fifteenth, and I'm like, I don't know if I'm mentally capable. <laughs> no, no it's, maybe it's, it's gonna not. be the end of the
0: summer. It's yeah.
1: gotta be. It's like, the at, long summer.
3: Somebody's like, summer Nah, we'll have football until that
1: shit comes back. Football's not starting until at least November, if at all. Yeah. if it's Oh starting. yeah.
2: But you want to know know something uh, funny that came out of all this corona business? I started doing, I mean, I don't know how up to date you guys are on my Instagram, but I started doing this character called Loretta Pennandetti, who's a long- With the the nails? Yeah, with the nails. By the way, before you say anything, I just want to compliment
0: you on one word that you use. I think specificity is so good in comedy, and you use frig, like frig (laughs) you, and that is, like, that's such a... Perfect word to describe like a Long Island mom.
2: <laughs> yeah, because like, where else on earth do do people say frig? Frig you. But we'll say we'll say frig you, and then we'll also say like fuck in the same sentence as well.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> friggin' fuck. What
0: the frig is this fucking guy looking at? You know? Yeah, it's, it's really. Uh, go on. I'm sorry to interrupt. I just, I no. saw those and I just, I love like little specificities and like this stuff. And that's a, that's like a, just a great little word that.
1: Yeah. I love you say specificities.
0: specificities. I, I'm, I know. I'm just glad I got the word out right. And not say like specificity.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah that, that word could have easily gone wrong out of my mouth, but go yeah. on.
2: Uh, yeah. It had hit a few speed bumps, but uh uh. <laughs> I, what I was gonna say was because I was doing this character and I was and I'm dressed as a woman. Uh, somebody offered me a spot after coronavirus uh, to do an all women show. Stop it! Oh, Are you serious? Yes, as a woman, and I really want to do it just just out of spite. Oh, I, out of
1: spite? You should do it because it's
2: hilarious. Yeah, no, no, but it's funny because it's an all women show, and I'm just just. Oh, <laughs> just that's perfect. An all women show I, is just such a dumb concept. <laughs> and I would, I would just I would be very delighted just to be like just to be the dude just to be the a dude on that show on an all-women show I just think that's really funny and I really that would be
3: fantastic.
2: oh I hope that
0: happens because I would love to I would I would I would come out of the quarantine to watch that I don't even
2: know what my set would be as I would go yeah. full character, but I think it would be it would be um, almost it would be e- really easy to rip as a character. I think I'd be able to do it pretty well. Probably, yeah. It probably would be. Because well, how like, do
1: you do the characters now?
2: Like, do you write, like, sit down, and
1: write the skit, and then go out and perform it, or is it like, like here's the idea, and I'm just gonna wing it, and then do it as many times until you like it?
2: What, as far as like putting out videos? Yeah. So. I mean, I've been trying to do videos and I've been testing out characters online uh, like for a while now and some hit and some don't, but I kind of took it on myself as to be like, to let myself suck at it first. <laughs> I was like I'll, let, like, like, I'll let my video, whatever, I'll lose followers, I'll put out, because I have no idea what the hell I'm doing and I'll let these characters suck. And then I did, I did the first Loretta video on TikTok like, like right before uh, quarantine started. And then it didn't do well on TikTok. And I was like, I'm not going to post this on Instagram because I'm wearing lipstick. And, <laughs> and yeah. I don't think it's, I don't think it's going to do that well. And if I'm going to wear a lipstick, it's going to have to be really funny. But then quarantine hit and like in the back of my head, I'm like, I need to put out content because like the, everybody's on their phone. Like I have to put out something.
1: Yeah, but he's need- home.
2: Yeah, and I didn't feel like making a, a video or thinking of a new idea. So I was like, you know what? Let me text this video to my sister and let me see if she thinks it's funny. And if she thinks it's funny, I'll post it. So I did. And she thought it was really, she thought it was hilarious.
1: Does so she thought, give you
2: feedback all the time? Is she somebody you go to? Yeah, I usually, I usually text her almost all my videos nice. beforehand. Oh. Um, but so she thought it was really funny. So I posted it. Uh, and then it was like doing really well on my page. Nice, and uh, uh, so I messaged it to Long Island Memes. Oh, okay. I don't know if you guys follow that page, but I don't
1: follow the page, I do know it uh, though.
2: It has like a hundred thousand followers,
1: yeah. No, I messaged
2: messaged it to him, uh, and I asked him if you if if he could repost it, and he did because he thought it was funny. That's all he did, and I got like I got like 200 followers out of it, and like he said, awesome. it did really good on his page. Like, it got like some of the. It got like it got like shared like almost seven thousand times from his page. It's like pretty nice. Right. Dude, that's like awesome. Yeah, well, but it has like forty thousand views right now. But that was like kind of what kicked it off, and then I started to keep doing the keep doing the character, and then like I started getting like a like a fan base, <laughs> which I've never had before. You right. know what I mean? It, it was weird because random people were messaging me. And they were like, "We need more Loretta videos." That's why there's (laughs) five in a row on my page. Oh my god! Like like, literally, like we need, like need more Loretta videos. Dude, you know what it is?
1: You watch something you like, and it's like, all right, where can I find more? More because I'm bored, and I have to fill up fucking twenty-four hours, seven days a week.
2: I forget they're all, and like they're only a minute long each, so like you can consume it really fast, and so they just keep. And like so, I just I, I doubled down on it because uh, that's been the video. Because I have my my Instagram on like a on a business profile, so I could check all the analytics and stats and stuff.
1: I was gonna um, ask you, I, is that worth doing? Well, for oh, you, yeah. I guess it's much worth doing. I was thinking about I doing. Mean,
2: yeah, I mean, I I don't I, on your I mean, if you're posting stuff on your Instagram, like it's yeah totally worth it. Uh, but those, the Loretta videos relative to any other videos I've done, like, and you guys, and you guys seen like my motivational character and stuff. Oh, you know, I watch all your stuff. (laughs) I'm highly entertained
1: by your, your, your videos of all all the content, to be honest.
2: Oh, thank you. Uh, but, but the Loretta videos, the shares are, are like five times all the other videos. So I just. Well, the Loretta
0: video is the most successful one.
2: Yes. Yes, I, need I do a, need. I need. I need. A, I need another character, though. I need another character. I need to come up with. So that's that's what I'm working on now, trying to figure out who else I'm gonna do. Are these uh, characters based off of people and just exaggerated? Yeah, like the Loretta video is like based off my mom, my aunt. <laughs> uh, when I worked at Starbucks, uh, when these women would always come through our drive-through. And they would always have their phone, like, through their Bluetooth. And they would always just, like, be threatening, like, another woman, like, over just absolute <laughs> nonsense. Like, just always, like, always, Facebook always involved. Like, someone's always posting a, something about them on Facebook. It's like, you guys are 55 years old. God. Like, who gives a shit about your drama? But it's funny because it's always so intense. Uh, oh, yeah. That's, that's kind of where I got that character from. And then the success daddy character. Success so, daddy with the pyramid daddy, schemes and right. everything? Oh, yeah. yeah. And, you know, that's like just guys that I know and a lot of, uh, <laughs> well, I mean, I, we talked about it on the last, on the first one I did. Uh, yeah. There's a new guy I hate now. Who? Oh. Uh, this guy's name is Jason Capital.
0: Jason. Oh, my God. He's big,
2: he's, big on, he's big on TikTok right now. And I will, I'll let you guys search after, but he – and the people listening, he's, like, supreme uh, success. By the way, dude. I just
0: looked him up. I hate him right I, – I, oh, I need a visual.
2: <laughs> I, he has the worst haircut. He has that – I just want to punch him right in the face. He, he and what does he hair.
1: do, though? What does he do? Because I don't know this guy.
2: So he's kind of like a motivational guy, tells uh, him, tells his college is nonsense. Uh, you you just have to be sales oriented And just big Uh-oh, on how to sell your cool. brand On social media Kind of that guy he's just-
1: This is what I love This guy, his profile One, he says YouTuber That's, that's your, your fucking your oh, job hate that And guy. it says he's the chairman Whatever. He served as a coach and consultant To Fortune 500 executives Who's t- Which Fortune 500 exec Needs this guy's fucking advice?
2: This guy, he has to be lying he has to be lying. Well, he has to be that, lying, right? and like, why does he wear
3: the same? He's got. Like I a get you could say that, shirt. but it he probably helped
2: one person, and now he's like, "Yeah, that's what I do." Well, he claims he was a millionaire by the age of twenty-four. I mean, can you argue with his success? <laughs> he's packing. He's, he's packing out those rented rooms and hotels. I mean, I yeah. guess I can't really. You can't really argue. Listen. I don't. I won't say that he's not a
1: million. I think maybe he made a million. I think people throw the millionaire term out too much when they're not a millionaire and they made a million maybe. Right? Yeah. I mean, am, am I overthinking this too much?
0: No. I, I, well, what do you mean? Like he made a million in his entire lifetime of 24 years? Well, I'm not year? saying he
1: did. I don't know this guy from More than one year? I don't know.
0: It, but I'm saying I think most people throw that term. As soon as they make a million,
1: they're like they call themselves a millionaire.
2: And also, right. also, this guy is like he's like um, he's like um, uh, a pickup artist trainer.
0: Oh, oh no, no! You know, see, you
2: ever see those? He's guys? like a real life Hitch. Yeah, kind of, kind of.
0: What was that guy that put out a book of like there's like negging and it had he had all these words oh, for it? This. Yeah,
2: it, 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 the 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 name of the book is Game. I think I don't remember. My like
0: God, Game. Um, Game recognizes game, bro. No, it was you no. Know, this guy became. I think he had a TV show. It was very successful at one point. Really? Yeah, I
2: don't know. Oh yeah, great.
0: yeah. I don't. But it's same as this stuff. It's like it's all these game? I this. It's all these same people that will will uh will attach onto this and and believe all this.
2: But it's all nonsense. They're the they're hell? all they're all like young. They're all like around like like eighteen, nineteen. And like I, because and I know that because I was, that's why I have so much animosity towards these guys. Because, <laughs> all right, now we find out. Well, because we'll I, was, I, was once, here. I was once one of their disciples, and uh, uh <laughs> and I, watching, I would consume all their absolute malarkey, and, and you and, see it uh,
1: as truth, right?
2: Yeah, well, the thing is, it's like kind of what they say. It, well it's just vague what they say but it's not like it's not true so you can't right. but it but it's really but they leave out the details on yeah. like what what it is to be yeah. at something uh you know it's just not think really hard <laughs> yeah it's oh, i'm
3: telling you you just put your mind to it yeah, yeah that's
2: it's like they sell it almost like yeah. how to be successful as a as like a form of religion, and like these these people are almost right. like, they're almost like religious followers in the sense. Oh, it's like so, a cult following, man. It's kind it is kind of like a cult following, but it's like it's like but they you know what I mean? It's like he, he's given it's not really helping these people out. You're just in a sense fulfilling their insecurities so they kind of follow you. Yeah, it's sort I of can.
0: letting them uh, telling them what they want to hear, sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. He's- digest
2: yeah yeah pretty much but you know that's my thing but that's that's the that's the new inspiration for success daddy so that's uh
1: you I could use him. me as a character uh yeah you could a based character.
2: Guy in a hood i, got, I got a guy that smokes cigarettes here, in his car uh, in his driveway who smokes a lot yeah. of cigarettes <laughs> and pot and he's a lot of hype but he doesn't do anything <laughs>
1: yeah he's about what he's gonna do Yeah, you could. And oh, he's very maybe. opinionated on life experiences that you know <laughs> he had. has that he's really opinionated on.
2: <laughs> so, 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 Chick, how how much how much has life changed for you since quarantine?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love how that question's asked with the biggest smile on his face. But no, let me get into it because this is something that yeah, I well, got I'm- into it. I got into it on last episode and. I realized that I am completely useless in the kitchen. And it I, made me realize that I need to start. And I've been getting much better now that my parents are back home from Florida. I've been, you know, I'm, gonna, I'm watching my mother cook. I'm, she's teaching me things. And I'm losing my mind, though, because I'm quite bored. I can't even, I find myself having trouble
2: focusing on to- shows and stuff because I watch so much.
1: And now it's just like, I'm, I'm losing my mind, man. I'm stir-fried.
2: So, okay, so you've probably been crushing the Netflix game because I, I think the last time I was on, you were doing the the chick pics or whatever. Yeah, I got plenty, and don't worry, I got great ones this week, but I still, oh, no, I watch so much. There's only so
1: much you can watch TV before you really just realize I'm not even paying attention to this shit anymore. So I've been listening That's to a lot I of music.
0: I, I tapped out on half the shows because I'm I, it's I, it's too much. I can't watch it anymore.
1: Yesterday, I didn't watch one one episode of TV. The whole day. What did you wow. do?
0: I, I wind up, was I, I was out
1: and about, like, driving around, and, I, you know, I was just, dry. I went for a drive during the day, uh, I was picking up food I had to get, um, I ran some errands for my parents and my brother, and then I was on this, like, Zoom last night, just talking with people the whole night, but oh. it felt like I didn't watch any TV or anything for the whole day, I haven't really been, honestly, the this, this past week, I haven't, I've watched stuff And like, that's why I was saying like, yeah, I love, you know, yeah, the quarantine, I do this a lot, but not going out is still something like I do like to go out occasionally, even though it's not to like bars and shit, it's to darts and, you know, hanging out in my buddy's house, not doing all that shit. I'm getting stir fried, man. I'm getting a little fucking crazy.
2: Yeah, I actually, you know, because I feel the same way watching too much TV shows. Um I, I, the other day, I, and I haven't done this in a really long time, I just, I have, like, a little, like, Bluetooth speaker, and I just, like, listen to music. Dude, like, I, I've been doing, doing that this whole week. Yeah. I Yeah. Oh, wait, no, go, go. No, I'm just saying, I haven't done that since I was in high school. Like, I See,
1: I, I've always been a music guy, so I've always had nights and shit where I would just listen to music. Even if I watch TV all night, before I go to bed, I'll listen to it for, like, an hour or so. Throw on some tunes. Yeah, yeah this whole week. Culture, you know? Listen, Benny the Butcher. Speaking of Benny the Butcher. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I, Here, it Here it is. West Side Gun from Griselda just dropped, uh just dropped, just dropped a fucking new album last uh Friday night, I think it was. Pray for Paris, and it's fucking awesome. So I suggest everybody West Side Gun, Griselda Records, check it out.
2: I like West Side Gun. I'm not I'm Dude. not I'm not too much. I'm not super familiar with him, I usually hear him on features, but there was Yeah. Dude, he's a teeny. Uh, there's one I like his album where it's like him on the front with the with the AK forty seven and the, like and he's pulling like the stocking over his head. You oh know? uh yes, yes. I know exactly which one
1: you're it's talking about. Yes. West Side Gun is like the 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 lead he's like the Rizza of, of Griselda right now with Benny the Butcher and uh, Conway. But yeah, he just dropped a new album and I've been listening to that. But this whole week I've been listening to a ton of music. And I put, after that Rizza and DJ premiere battle last week, my yeah. buddy put all their songs that they did on that on a playlist, and I've been listening to that all week.
0: Oh, okay. So how do you listen to music, Chick? Do you sort of sit down, like, with a cigarette and, and like, listen? Like, I, I, what is your setup like with music?
1: I do two things. I either lay down in my bed with my headphones on, literally laying down, just, you know, whatever I'm doing in my room, or I'm listening like, in my car, smoking and really vibing out. I also like to go for drives. I actually drove twice this week. I took a ride to Cap Tree and back, going down Ocean Parkway. Oh, that's nice. I just yeah. fucking light up a blunt, a little nice little ride, take a trip and and I listen to the album. That's what I do. Like that, especially when something new comes out, I like to go for a drive and listen to it.
0: Yeah, I'm a drive guy too. I like to go for a ride, listen to some tunes. I like And that. with the
1: quarantine, I want to
0: get the fuck out of the house. So going for a drive right now is kind of fun. All right. Uh, Christian, how do you do your music? What do you, do you just have, is it background or do you, uh, do you have a routine where you listen to this music or.
2: I usually, I, when I was, when I was in high school, I was really into music and like, I would really vibe out and like listen to music. But, uh, usually when I listen to music, it's either when I'm working out or when I'm driving or when I was commuting to work. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I always, I always have a weird rotation because when I was in high school, I was like a huge huge hip-hop head uh right. i used to I actually i used to make beats and i used to rap did and you I, really I,
3: no i, sure. I, I what rap, was your
2: name it was it was crayon i <laughs> love that name to be because honest. <laughs> because my name because my full name is christian raymond han so i just crayon <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really, it's, i fucking love it that's great so that's so i would i would um I would, uh, I would produce, the, I would make the beats. I started out as a sample head and then I learned how to play the piano and then I started making keyboard beats. Oh,
0: nice. Um, all right. But uh, I would, I
2: would, I would, but I was, I, I mean, the beats were terrible. Like you can tell, like the cuts were all messed up and like in shape. <laughs> um, and I would like, I would, the, and I would just, I would, wouldn't even like, you know how like when, I don't know how much you know how, how beats are made, but you're supposed to kind of use a record. Are supposed to Yeah, of... no, I, I mean, I, know, I don't know. I, listen, I never made any beats,
1: but I know, you know, from shit that I've watched and, you know, I, I listened to a ton of music. I kind of know a, a basis around it. My buddy actually started making beats a while ago and then quit his
3: job and, like, his... uh Him and his friends started a record label and apparently they're doing pretty
1: well. What's the name of the record label? Give him a plug. Uh,
3: the record label... I'm blanking on, but the guy that they produce that's actually been gotten radio plays and stuff like that, his name is Money M. Okay. District Seven. It's called District Seven is the record label.
2: It's good, man. Okay. Check it out. All right, I will. Yeah, well, no, you can make money producing if, if if you if you know what you're doing. I didn't unfortunately I didn't know what I was doing. But I would <laughs> I would I would cut I would cut up samples off of YouTube and it would come out and the quality would be all shitty and, and then I would rap over them and I was a shitty rapper as well. So I would, but I would make all these mixtapes um, and I would go, but I would record my vocals at a recording studio and, uh, and then I would make these mixtapes and I would bring them into school and I would give them to people. And then I would find them in the trash. <laughs> oh. You got that new crayon? Yeah, bro. It's from the trash bin out there. Dude,
1: this bro, is a perfect story, in my opinion, for you to make a fucking video, like a mo- like a mockumentary almost of your rap career. Yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> it almost like starts with the with the
2: CD in the trash, and then you're just looking. You're like, <laughs> yeah. <not."> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, towards towards the end of high school and like in like in like a year after high school I actually started getting good at beats and I was actually I was actually starting to get because I stopped sampling and I was playing the piano and I, I was able to So make, you were starting to make them your own yeah I was starting to make them more professionally and uh uh and like I knew what I knew what key I knew what keys were I knew what <laughs> key That's good um that so, helped. Uh, yeah, that helped a lot. So I started. So I actually know like some people who legit rap and like had a little bit, add a, add a little bit of a rap career, but uh, mean beat making career. But it yeah, was a couple of
1: Pretty good back in the day. Who who were um listen, they made music amongst themselves and it, they never tried to do anything. But they were actually some of them are pretty town. Downtown Brown was uh, a, a very, very- town. He was a very talented kid, man, and he and he would rap too sometimes. But you know, they never really tried to pursue anything. It was more for fun and like a hobby. But I didn't know we, had, we had a lot of musically talented people in our group. We
0: do now. Crayon, when you when you would uh, book studio time, would you like go there by yourself? How does how does booking like a studio time? How does that all work?
2: Um, you email the guy, yeah, and you pay by the hour. So. You going trying to out, buy- get in and out as
1: quick as possible you to lay it down the first take
2: yeah so what so yeah so what you what you want to do is you want to memorize all your verses so when you rap them you get it you record them as fast as possible you can get as many songs as you done as you want done in that one to two hours so you don't have to pay more time right. and i remember um i i remember i was I was like 16, and then there was another kid I went to high school with who rapped too, and we were gonna do a song together. And I made the beat. We were both going to the same studio, and I said, "Hey, since you're featuring, I'll pay for the studio time, right?" Mm-hmm. So, uh, <laughs> so I went. The beat was already there. I, I memorized my verse, and then the kid, and the kid shows up, and he goes, "Okay, um, I have to write my verse." Oh my God,
0: who does he think he is, Jay Z? And I'm like,
2: (laughs) I got to hear the beat. I'm like, yeah, that's, uh, I sent sent it to him. I sent it to him. I told him like, Hey man, I'm like, it's like, we only have an hour. So just like, remember your rap.
3: Bro, we got 47 minutes
0: left. Let's go.
2: Yeah. And I was pissed because he ended up getting the rap off. He ended up getting the rap off, but it was like, it was so, it was terrible because he rushed it. I was, and I just heard being so mad that, but. Yeah, so that's the process as far as recording series go. You just the chemistry playing. in the
0: booth must have been all messed up.
2: What is that? The chemistry the chemistry, in the, chemistry
0: booth? in the booth must have been all screwed up. Probably so pissed at each other.
2: Did you yeah, guys well, have
0: a posse? Like, did you roll in with a bunch of people? You call yourself the Crayola Kids or something?
1: The may- something This cool? is like the man of mel- many lives I'm starting to learn about. Yeah.
2: yeah, I had a lot of creative pursuits before I found comedy. But He, um, was, a, he was a pyramid scheme guy. He was a rapper. Pyramid, pyramid scheme guy. Um, <laughs>
3: I might have guessed I, pyramid scheme guy, but rapper I wouldn't have guessed. Yeah. He was he, um, <laughs>
2: a latte maker. Yeah, I was a barista for seven years. A latte maker. (laughs) A latte maker. (laughs) latte maker. You know, I feel like that's true with
0: a lot of comics. They all have sort of uh, outlets growing up trying to figure out where they're good at or what they're best at. A lot of comics have different stuff like that.
2: Yeah, I was always, from when I was young, at least, like, from when I was, like, 14, I was always, like, on a search on, like, almost, like, what's my thing? Yeah. Kind of. I'm still that search. Yeah, (laughs) but but like I like but at a young age I like genuinely, which I think was I don't think a lot of people did when they were 14. Like I genuinely was like I have to search for what's my thing, and (laughs) and and because I I sucked at sports, Uh, I I was really bad. Because both both my older brothers are collegiate football players. Get out of here. Schools. I need to know. Uh, my oldest brother played football for Penn State. Oh, my
1: brother and my father, big Penn State fans. I'm a big Notre Dame fan. I was really hoping you said the fight in Irish.
2: No, 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 no. He played, he played at Penn State. My other brother played at Monmouth. But there were these crazy athletes, and I was, like, short and fat. And you were fat? I, yeah, I used, to be, I used to be fat. I was fat up until, like, my senior year of high school, and then I thinned out. But um, I was skinny up until about my – like, like right after high school and then I became fat <laughs> then it went downhill yeah but I, I was I was bad I was bad at I was bad at sports I was bad at sports and I also couldn't rap I, was, I was also couldn't rap but uh, I also wasn't like I didn't have I don't want to say I didn't have any friends but I didn't have a lot of friends so like I didn't have anything to distract me like I didn't
3: yeah. go okay. out no that lot. makes
2: Oh, so you were just by yourself finding your your calling? Yeah, pretty much. So, and then it ended up being rapping was the thing, and I would rap on GarageBand on on a Mac on my sister's MacBook. Uh, <laughs> and then we do, and then I'd I'd put it out, and kids would make fun of me. <laughs> Is your sister creative with you, though? It seems like she does a lot of um,
1: consulting with you. At least, does she do a lot yeah. of the stuff?
2: Too? She, my sister's actually a really good musician. She oh, works, is she? She She actually works at a church in, in uh, Pensacola, Florida. That Pe- Pensacola, Florida, as a musician, she plays a. Uh, oh, all right, nice. She, she plays the keyboard and she plays the guitar. Um, okay. But she was she was always the one that kind of like pursued me to do um, like creative things, and like she was always kind of pushing me to do that. Well, uh, yeah,
1: he did it. She's probably, and it's probably easier for someone—not easier for her—but when someone who has done it themselves. You know, you, it's, not like, it's not like me telling you, y'all, oh, you should pursue something. Somebody who's never
0: pursued she anything. Good <laughs> when you have somebody that you can trust their opinion, like you, you know that they're going to give you the, an honest opinion. Is she honest she with you opinion. or she always like your stuff?
2: Uh, no, I think she's pretty honest with me. Good. Or like I, she, but I could, when she doesn't like, so I, when she doesn't, when she, she'll never say she doesn't like something. Yeah. But when she, you can tell in the enthusiasm of the reaction. Okay.
0: I think that I have I have a friend that I, I go to with a lot of like stuff that I try to put out and it's the same thing. It's like never like never like it sucks, but it's sort it's sort of like you can tell, you can gauge
2: the response
1: yeah. what, what can't person... go with sister because she's embarrassed of him. Yeah.
2: <laughs> 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 but you know what's crazy about my rap career? Right? <laughs>
0: What's crazy about
2: your rap career? I did it from like, I did it from like freshman year high school to senior year high school. And uh, like so many people were like, you suck. (laughs) And then I just didn't quit. And then, but like, I never, I always sucked though. But like, even up until like the last like rap, you "You you suck. suck. (laughs) Did you think you suck though? Like, no, I thought I was going to make it. I thought I was going to make know, it on dadpiff.com <laughs> oh, <man>. dadpiff.com See, <laughs> in high school though
1: if you were older and people in college were telling you, man, you're you're bad I would be like, alright maybe I'm bad. In high school kids just make fun of everybody for doing anything different than they do That's So true. I don't blame you I don't blame you for going through with it in high school with people telling you you suck
2: You know what they were? Haters Haters, haters, gonna hate, bro. bro. Exactly. They don't want to see me
1: shine. And you know what? My favorite thing about it is, is that you refer to those four years as your rap career. (laughs) Yeah, it
2: was a career. I mean, it was a career of hatred from all. That's confidence, bro. It's confidence. You tried it. It was. You know what? Because I think if people hated me on me as hard as they hated on me on comedy as hard as they did when I rapped, there's no way I would have done comedy. There's but no at effect. this
1: point in your life, people, I feel like, are a little – they they would be more willing to give you satisfaction at this point. People are more mature. And when someone's not good hearing it at this point in your life, not everybody, but, yeah. like, I feel like now people will give you the benefit of the doubt where in high school, even if they thought you were good, if the person next to them said you sucked,
0: they're going to tell you you suck.
2: Yeah, they're still going to throw your CD in the trash. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Even if they want to listen
0: to it. Those people just don't have the balls to do anything different or creative. So they just And that's and- the other thing. I agree it's with that. Easy thing to say. You suck. Yeah. Whatever you whatever those people wanna do in their minds, they're afraid to do. They don't have the courage to do it. So
1: but there's also like there's a fine line because there are some people where it's like hasn't anybody ever told this person that they're not good? Oh yeah, yeah. And then there's yeah. always the people that you always say, but you always tell people, don't listen to what anybody says. If you want to do it, pursue your dreams. It's such a hypocritical way to look at things, but it's like they're both correct.
3: Yeah, well, yeah, just a it's the fine line. Listening to it's you like, don't have
1: to tell somebody they suck, but you could say, listen, you should maybe pursue another career. There's like yeah, there's like some open mic comics where you want to be like, "Oh, maybe this
3: isn't for you, man." <laughs> yeah. Oh
2: yeah. Yeah. There's there's a lot of times I want to tell people to quit. Just it's not it's not happening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But don't you fuck
1: though because you'll also tell those same people what is like the, the one thing you would tell a little kid. Don't let other people tell you you can't do something. It's
2: it's true. It's true, but then there's some people who are just especially in comedy who are just genuinely insane. Where it's like oh, Chris I get it. Because yeah, you're I'm an right. actual mental patient, and you're probably gonna, you're actually probably dangerous. You're, 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 <laughs> you're, you're actually a danger to your own health, so you should probably quit. But I think it's all like, about it's all about who's saying it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But listen, those kids who told me I sucked at rapping are still haters. Oh, I, maybe, I agree with you. Talk maybe I'll, maybe I'll come out of this quarantine dropping a freestyle. I, I think, think you should. You man. could do it. You and Nick Talelli should, should yeah. drop
0: as uh, uh, a rapper on this very podcast. The rapper.
2: Yeah, he was so. he, he was telling me that he was rapping again. We had a convers- a conversation about it because sometimes I'll be honest, sometimes I'll write a verse because because rapping rapping when you can kind of flow on a beat is is really fun. Like it is.
3: Well that's I've
2: but I could see that it is. <laughs> yeah. But it's funny. I mean, when you're being silly, when it's not serious, it's actually a lot of fun. Or you're just like, whatever.
1: Well, like, My next question was, why didn't you ever turn... I hate to use, like, satirical rapper, but you're a comedy guy and a funny guy always looking for content. Why haven't I ever seen anything... Not that you want to make a mockery of something that you actually seriously pursued, but would you ever consider, like, using that part of your life into your comedy? Maybe you've done it, I just haven't seen
2: it. I, uh... I was actually really, for a long time, really embarrassed that I rapped. Okay, like, fair. enough. Like genuinely, um, it, but I rec- I I want to bring it on stage, but I haven't figured out how to how to make it funny. Okay. But, uh, but like before, But has- for a long time, I um, I didn't because I was like. I'm really not so in, a person who's like an embarrassed about a lot of things, but for whatever reason, my my high school rap career, like was just was just brutalizing. Like it. Well, was it sounds
0: most- embarrassing. It does <laughs> sound embarrassing. I don't blame. And
2: you high school is a rough time for a lot
3: of people, man. It is yeah. an,
1: an awkward time,
3: even without the rap Everybody. career. Like <laughs> yeah, even
1: without the rap <laughs> career. So with it is because yeah. even if you're a good rapper, when kids look at somebody who thinks they're a rapper, the first oh look at this guy thinks he's a rapper, especially you white did you have glasses yeah. in high school uh, did I, I don't think i had glasses in high school uh I was gonna say, for a white kid with glasses it's not like you look like a prototypical rapper
2: yeah i was but it, it was right it was right when mac miller was getting hot so okay. like it almost didn't matter if you, it was like it was like when it was like when that like boom of white rappers kind of started coming out like it was like oh, mac right. miller machine gun kelly like who else was like like like? Do you guys remember? Chris? I, this is way after me, and I didn't. I, I basically listened to rap the rap and then. Were you were you into rap at all, Chris? You Not were like around all. the same age, right? Not at all. I stopped that whole period and then started again with Griselda. Okay, but you know it's weird. You know it's weird because uh, like either in high school, either you were into rap or you're into like like that's that scene pop punk.
3: That was me. Yeah. Oh, were you sides of the spectrum then. Yeah, <laughs> you were
0: yeah. Into pop punk
3: still into pop punk bro no. pop punk. but you know it's weird it
1: just said bro yeah bro you know, you, know, <laughs>
3: you,
0: know,
2: <laughs> you know it's weird when i just recently the past like two years have been getting into like pop punk so i feel like it's been like you, a full you, you like went around oh, yeah. You came, oh, yeah. Like I, start, I started getting into it, and like always, like heard the songs. But I guess I was just like, because I was like a rap guy, so I, I never got into it. And then I didn't like, I didn't it's like a pop
1: punk. Awful. Kid. And then you know, you you a gangster at that point. I was in that
2: dude. I still am. Oh yeah. yeah, I was Illmatic only. I only listened to Ill Illmatic greatest album ever. Period. I agree I, with that. Well, I can't disagree
1: with that at all because my favorite rap song of all time is um, "New York State of uh, New York State of Mind."
0: There's <laughs> never been a a better it's song to definitely. start an album. As far as I there's
1: can. never been a yeah, there's never been a better intro song. And personally, because it's my favorite song ever, I mean, that was his first song as an artist. Every I get, it, it was just amazing.
2: But I have, I have a I have a controversial rap opinion. Okay, I we'll think see how controversial it is. I think I think Eminem is the most overrated rapper on ever.
0: All right, I think right, Eminem was so great. I don't like later Eminem. I here's my thing.
1: You came in. See, if you were able to listen to Eminem's first three albums, I'll even say three, even though the yeah, third one wasn't anywhere near the first two. His first two albums, when you don't even know that other shit is even going to exist yet, he was yeah. arguably the best lyricist at 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 that time that was per- actively putting out music as Nas and Jay-Z. Well, Jay-Z was, I personally like Eminem more than Jay-Z, mm-hmm. but Nas wasn't really putting out albums at that point. That was after, you know, he wrote, dropped three albums, disappeared and then dropped a couple more.
0: Yeah. Like Nas is, Nas is like at that point. But, yeah. Eminem was, I mean, he came out my,
1: I think I was in, what is it that 99? He dropped some shady or 2000. No, and I was, getting in, I, okay.
2: yeah, it was 99 or 2000. Okay, I don't remember. I don't know. I, I mean, I listened to the albums, but I don't know when they came out. The first two albums, if listen to those,
1: were amazing. And I still think he's, he's lyrically, um, I don't put him in the top five, but he's up there, bro.
2: Yeah, you know what? Because I think his later albums were so, like, like after, after I mean, some people shit on Encore. I actually kind of liked Encore. Encore, uh, good songs. Yeah. Um,
0: Encore was about the time where I kind of tapped out
1: on Eminem i'm with you be right after that not, not not that i tapped out but i really didn't give him much he didn't do much great work after
0: that kind of stop yeah I, but you have to when when eminem first came out i i was a huge hip-hop fan uh in high school too Um uh, mm-hmm. and he came out and and with that that video for my name is which i didn't oh. even love that song i didn't like, at first i was like yeah, hey, it's, it's a funny video. And then I bought it and then I heard like the whole album and it was insane. It blew this my day alley- I That album. I remember riding on my This is to show you how old I am. Riding on my bike with a Discman with my <laughs> disc man, listening to Eminem going to but my I'd friends. But I
1: say club. riding around with music back in the day was so annoying because if you didn't have a good Discman and you would every time you would like pedal your shit would skip.
0: And then it had we that little button so on it. That said, with music. <laughs> it was like a little button on your disc man that said anti shock or shock proof or something like whatever it yeah. was.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, it's the shock
0: proof. The shock proof.
1: Yeah, and the only oh, yeah, thing that I was good about it, you have a huge disc man in your fucking pocket. You're riding your bike, and you can only listen to one C D at a fucking time. So it's <laughs> like you gotta pick a good C D that you can listen to from front to back, and that's what you're rocking with the whole day.
0: Yeah. It, it got you really uh that sucks. Into the whole album though.
2: No, that's true. But that's I, why you, albums are a bigger know, deal. You, do you
0: really do an
1: album music. front to back. You I could almost think. become famous now without even having an album, just you dropping can. songs. Which frustrates
3: all. me because I still listen to albums front to back. Yeah. Like, me too, I I,
0: as much as I can.
3: I also, I don't know how you guys feel about this, but it, maybe it's a weird thing I do with music. I don't like mixing like sounds in a playlist, like
1: completely different sounding artists. I don't oh, like I, to put into one playlist. If I show you my playlist, I have a Wu Tang playlist, a Griselda playlist. I have
0: yeah, like a I'll do that. Yeah, I genre I genre it. I have no problem skipping around.
2: I can skip. I around. do
1: that too, but that's for that's when I shuffle my whole mix. But when I shuffle I, my whole mix, I find myself switching through songs because it doesn't catch my mood. Yeah, right, I, like I, I got different
0: moods. There's sometimes though you can listen to like I'll I'll listen to like a whole playlist of of you know my whole songs. And it sort of brings you back to that specific moment. And I'm like, God, I remember like when this came out. I remember, I remember. When That's the, like you the, know,
1: uh, whenever I listened to The Pillage and Nas is like, or oh, I am that album. Yeah. My dad, when he worked for Sony, he got both of those albums early.
0: Oh, did he? Wow.
1: I, I listened to those albums on repeat because I had to. Back in the day when you wanted to copy a CD onto like a, uh, a cassette or another CD, you had to basically let the CD play and it would record it onto the other one. <laughs> Ooh, excuse me. Struggle. And, <laughs> and yeah. uh And I would have to listen to them over and over to make my copies, and then I would sell them for $5 to all my fucking friends and everybody in the school, and fucking the Pillage album sold like fucking hotcakes. Yeah. <laughs> Capadonna, bro. That was one of the most highly anticipated albums. It was very,
2: uh, yeah. So, so I have another rap question. Where, where do you put Big L? on your
0: oh, list. Big L, fanta- he Big L look- is
1: here's my thing my my thing with Big L he's probably one of the best lyricists around but I it's hard for me to put him above some people because he doesn't have enough uh work
2: yeah which Fantastic is why biggie gets
1: much credit i love biggie i was more of a tupac guy tupac was around for f- 4 years and dropped 35,000 songs you know what i'm saying like yeah. biggie dropped two albums from 93 to 97 when he died that's fucking awful
0: yeah but but classics
1: yes i get it but uh, me against the world classic Mal Mach- machiavelli classic all eyes on me classic yeah. Like tupac was dropping biggie could have dropped more music and then his third album
0: was born again
2: and it was awful awful
0: oh i disagree Dude, i don't like i
2: don't like the i don't like the born again album either
0: it's i tricky. i i think that if you like I biggie
2: really
1: biggie would have never condoned i don't think that album if like it was so poppy i i oh it was awful yeah, but it was awful not,
0: i don't know I, I i there was some great songs on there i i i don't hate it it's not something
1: Tupac was, got better as he got older and biggie was gonna go i think puffy was gonna lead biggie down a terrible musical path to be honest well,
0: that's the thing listen a lot of these guys where would they be they might not be legends Maybe, yeah. uh, maybe he would turn kind of. Yeah, who knows what he would do? Big uh, L, who knows? If Big L like started putting out albums, who knows what he would have done? He was a great. But yeah, I, I like, like that big question. I was um as
1: far as lyricists are concerned,
0: big I would pun probably. Is, put, is one of the greatest lyricists of Big
1: all time. Pun is up there, but my, my favorites are probably uh, Inspect the Deck, Tupac,
2: Nas, and um, maybe Guru. Inspector Deck is is a wild card, wild card choice. Yep, I think
1: he's one of the most underrated rappers uh, ever because he's in a, he was in a group with nine people. He wasn't even the most popular in the group, but he yeah. was the best lyric in the group. Uh huh. <laughs> like so- ODB got a lot of attention in Method Man, Rizzo <laughs> writing everything, and then Raekwon and Ghost were good, and they put out tons of shit. Inspected off uh-huh. one album, basically. You know yeah. what I mean? Their prime. Yeah.
0: Chisel, Chisel was great too though,
2: man. Oh, they were listen, they were all. That's tough, but that's just a personal choice. Wait, so so do you get down with like with like newer guys though, like Kendrick Lamar? Well Kendrick Lamar, I will listen to them and give them a, a chance, but I honestly have you're not too, liked you're boom bap. You're too you're too boom bap.
1: Yes. I'm too stuck in the nineties where I don't really like the new rap as it is today. I respect Mac Miller. I, uh, I do think Mac Miller was good. Um I don't think Kendrick Lamar is bad. Like, I hate fucking Drake. I hate almost every other rapper around. And then once I finally started listening to Griselda, my buddy put me onto them. It, it, they're the only people that I, I could literally, and I've done it, put them in a playlist with my old school rap. And it doesn't even sound like a, the time yeah. is different.
2: West Side, West Side Gun is a real... I mean that's that's a real '90s mix.
1: It is. It only talks about is the WWF from the '90s and like so (laughs) many. He's a he's an old. They're older guys too. They're not young. I think that's why. So a lot of their references, to me at least, remind me of shit that I when I was a kid or growing up.
2: Yeah. So
1: I. I, That's just my
2: personal take. Uh, uh, Chris, since you are since you are a pop punk scene kid, uh, uh, did. Do you listen to Brand New or did? No, I don't really like them. I love Brand New's first two albums. See, here's the other thing that you won't know. I got
1: a couple good songs. I was huge on that scene. I was going to say, Chick really likes that stuff
3: too. He just doesn't share as much.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's very true. I love Brand New.
1: I see. I I never got into Brand New because it was like, um, I think I just missed it. As far as that scene goes, brand new's first two albums might have been two of the top five albums out of all of those you know what I mean? In that time. There was Sale them. first album. Uh, I think two good. brand news, the original Taken Back Sundays. Um, I love Glenn. That fantastic, man. And I was yep. really into like Newfound Glory. I didn't like Newfound Glory. It New New was okay. like too slow and upsetting. I was a huge Killswitch fan. That's the other thing that I love Kill Switch Engage.
0: Chris, what was your big uh, like? Was it Was it New Glory in high
3: school? Newfound Glory was huge, and like all those smaller bands around them that are like big now, like Man Overboard and like um, like the Story So Far and the Wonder
1: Years and stuff like that, like Warped Tour bands. Okay, See, those in the Warped torn bands that I remember. The Warped Tour bands that I remember remember were like Thirty Seconds to Mars. Uh, yeah, in uh, the Used. Well, the Used. Ocean, um, fucking all bio, I'm not biology, from Autumn to Ashes, which is a Long Island band, uh, taking, guy, that
0: yeah, right?
1: yeah, Francis Mark, uh, Taken Back Sunday I was I started also- going to those shows because, like, my, my parents are
3: uh, only 20 years older than me, so like, my dad was into that type of music too, so, like Census Fail. I love, yeah, all that dude, Census Fail is like my favorite band,
1: Census fail's uh,
3: one of my favorite bands too, but uh when i was like 11 i want to say it was like my 11th birthday or something like that my dad took me to the bamboozle concert which was oh like, okay oh it was like a war yeah. tour but like for two oh, days i
0: think i might have went to that
3: oh really that was Where a big tour. it was at uh, it, the giant stadium yeah it was a oh, big oh. big event i remember that
1: i didn't go but it was i remember i, was, I didn't it. go to
3: it and for like my 11th birthday we went there and we saw like like a really young all-time low and like the used and newfound glory and my chemical romance and i think taking back oh i forgot experience. about my
1: chemical romance Dude,
3: it was awesome and i think right. having those experiences so young we went to warp
1: tour every year like shaped my music preference and i was just chris so we were probably the same warp tours i i mean i went to the warp tour we a probably bunch were <laughs> yeah i mean i grew there was a time where i listened to that music heavy where i like i was going to shows i wasn't even really listening to rap that much anymore i mean i never stopped but like it was just a, a couple of years where i heavily was into that but i'm stuck in the 90s even before that time i listened to pearl jam alice in chains a lot <laughs> yeah. dude like I, re- I really am stuck in the 90s so you're, your are you're 90s go back and listen to that stuff i, am. So I, still 90s, okay. everything. So I really am dude I, I think the 90s as far as for me personally I think the music, I think the movies, like, I, I love the fucking 90s. I really do. And I, I do still, too, to this day, it, I'm it, stuck in that brand.
0: But I, I still evolve. Nostalgia, like, the 90s, me and you love the 90s, because that was, like, our time, you know? It really so, was. So, like, it's everybody, I feel like everybody has that specific time Well, in the, there. Yeah,
1: exactly. It, it brings me back to a time when life was a lot less complicated, and it was just fun, man. You like things, and, like, I don't know, man. The music was all that Seattle grunge, Nirvana, Pearl Jam, Sublime, fucking, you know, Allison Chains, fucking, uh, I mean, all those bands. I loved all those. Those were like my four big ones that I loved. Uh, that's what I grew up on, and the, to this day, that's what I majority listen to. Even Tom Petty, I love. Uh, I, you know, I, I'm, I don't like the music today. I don't hate all of it. I'm not. I'm not a fucking that person who's anti and won't listen to it but it's not for me. I like the people now who sound or remind me of older music.
2: Yeah, you got you to really search for the good as far as talented musicians. You're really, like They're there now, but you, you have to really make an effort to search for it.
3: Yeah, so it's You know like, who I love huh? now?
2: I love Leon Bridges. He's a
0: guy now that I found and love. Love Leon Bridges.
2: Yeah. Uh, what does what, what he say? He is like a soul guy. He reminds me of Sam. Def- Coo- Hold on. Let me let me search for Spotify because I'm pretty sure I listened to, I came across him randomly the other day and I started listening. Leon to Bridges, family. if you
1: listen to his first two albums, they are fantastic. He's got some
2: great Great
0: live songs too. There's a Spotify.
1: Yeah, I, I want to see him live. I've yet to see him live. That's somebody That's I, guy I
0: would love to see live.
1: But, you know, I mean, I, I I'm someone who, Really like stick with my music that I listened to growing up. I still listen to like I was in the in the (laughs) nineties. Nah, it's all good.
2: No but um,
1: I think I want to do my picks and then maybe we'll wrap up or whatever. I think we're uh, yeah, we've been going long. I forgot. I forgot how long we've been going. Yeah, Yeah, I I don't know either. (laughs) Actually, and the only reason why I want to push my picks is because I watch fucking great stuff. Now, one, everybody loves Joe Exotic and this whole Tiger King shit. Some people might have seen this pick. It's 10 years old, but there was a 10-year anniversary release on Amazon Prime, and it's called The The Wild and Wonderful Whites of West Virginia. Have any of you guys heard of it? Oh, I think I saw that, yeah. Okay, if anybody hasn't seen it, my cousin saw it. He told me to watch it, and I fucking love it, and I think everybody who hasn't seen it it makes to me Joe that Exotic. That a few years ago, right? I remember Ten years that. Ago, Ten year years anniversary ago. just got. Oh, okay. So it's not a new thing, but yeah. I never knew about it. So I'm imagining a lot of people haven't. Maybe some have seen it.
0: It was no, because what's his name produced it? Johnny Knoxville. Johnny, no- Johnny Knoxville produced that was it. Pretty big when it came out, I think.
1: Was it? See, I, I don't remember
0: yeah. this coming out, and
1: it's fucking hysterical. They do. It's a bunch of white. It's a white trash hillbilly family that does a ton of drugs. They sell drugs. They got like 100 people in the family. You know, you can't keep track of the tree. And some are in jail for murder. Like, You know, they're they're nuts. But it's hysterical. So that is on Amazon Prime. Yeah, that's one of my picks, man. Amazon Prime. And then I've been watching. I went on Hulu and got a bunch of documentaries. And I saw two of them that I thought were fantastic. And in today's day and age with a uh, very... Angry and uh, diverse, you know, a society we're living in with the Democrats and the Republicans. I thought this one would be interesting. It's called Best of Enemies. It takes place. Uh, it's about a, a ten debates that happened in nineteen sixty eight during the election year of this huge fucking conservative William Buckley Jr. and uh, this dude Gore Vidal, who was a liberal, and they show the fucking like a lot of the the stuff in the debates on this and these guys fucking hated each other. One of the guys called the other dude a queer. He says, listen here, you queer. Cause the other guy called him a crypto
2: Nazi dude. Oh, he didn't was, say it on stage. I think on, I might have fucking, seen that. on
1: live national TV. He said, I, see, I see that clip. Yeah. And this is in 1968. So I mean, Sounds
0: familiar. Yeah, all
1: right. a lot of it wasn't as bad and like, I mean, it still had an uproar and like it was bad cause, but it was just like, Dude, it was nuts. Plus, it's, it's very interesting to see these guys go at it. And I think that now everybody's so, you know, split. I think it's pretty interesting. Uh, the other one is another. Uh, hold on one second. Oh, it was a movie. That's it. Okay. It's on Amazon Prime. It's called Blow the Man Down. Has anybody ever heard of this? Uh, it's another older movie.
0: Blow the Man Down?
1: Blow the Man Down. Um, One of my good friends and his wife recommended this to me. They said I had to watch it, so I fucking did it. It's about these two young sisters uh, who lose their mother, and then they get caught up in, like, a murder investigation and another murder that they, you know, that they had something to do with, with this local scumbit, and it takes some, like, pretty, like, twisting turns and shit, but it's a very good movie on Amazon.
2: Blow the Man Down.
1: And those are my three picks.
2: These are your picks. These are my right? picks. You should do, uh, you should do, you should throw some YouTube channels into your pick, picks. I don't watch, too, I don't watch enough
1: YouTube channels, but you know what I'm going to tell everybody? This is going to be funny for people from Farmingdale who know this guy. A, a buddy of mine who plays with these like toy cars. Well, not necessarily toy cars. They're, he calls them the hobby cars, but they're like, he puts these things together with like actual car parts. So they're like pretty advanced cars. And he has this channel called Z's World. So everybody should check it out. Z's World? Z's World. Z's World. And he, and he, has like, he puts them on like terrain in the woods and shit and drives them through. Okay. We have an adult, uh, a YouTube channel. Uh, who else has one? I think
2: um, Neil Christian, Rubenstein has one? one. I don't have a YouTube channel. I, I do have to make one. Or I, I have one, but I don't have any content on all it. All
0: that so. content you're coming up with, come on.
2: Well, you should put everything that you have on I'm,
1: Instagram, on YouTube, dude.
2: I, I am. I'm going to. Uh, but right now, I'm all, i – pl- I'll plug my social, I guess, my social yeah, media. Uh, Mingle with Christian is the Instagram, and that's where I do most of my videos. Mingle with Chris is TikTok. Uh, Mingle with Chris on Twitter. Uh, and then I think my Facebook page is just Christian Han, but, uh, H-A-H-N, uh, the reason why I brought up the YouTube channel was because I've been obsessed with this YouTube channel called, uh, Fresh Out, and it's this guy, Big Herc, and he, (laughs) and, and he interviews inmates that just got out of prison. Oh, my God. That's oh, amazing. That's cool. Out of out of the California prison state prison system, dude, it's like the greatest – it's the greatest channel. It's so – you have to watch this channel. It's amazing. It's hilarious. That is that – you know, that's something that, that I can maybe get into. Dude, dude tonight – tonight just – tonight watch his interview with this guy, Wes Watson. <laughs> Wes Watson. Please – watch this it's it's, West it's watson you can and and that guy has a youtube channel right. too and he's and he's entertaining as well and he's great he's just
1: i to watch the worst of youtube channel the more i can almost watch it too you know what i'm saying like just watching the people do for likes and
2: videos is just but, mind-boggling to me there's some really good ones because like, there are I, some pretty good ones i agree because i'm really i'm like really into history and like, there's like these, there's these YouTube channels and like, they sound stupid, but you get caught up watching them. Like there's this guy and he makes recipes from like a 1700s cookbook. So it's like, oh, that's crazy. And it, I, like, like history, I can't stop watching I it. A, it's I'm stuck.
1: a huge history doc guy. I love it.
3: Yeah. I feel like all the YouTube channels I follow are like educational or something like
1: they're not. I, they're fo- I have a, who uh, channel that I follow because they have tons of kung fu flicks that they put on there. So if I ever want to watch them, I can go on YouTube.
2: Yeah, so I mean, I could talk about YouTube all day, but I know you guys have to have a time limit on your podcast, so I don't want to.
1: We don't really have
2: a time limit, but yeah, we were. Uh, I mean,
1: it's your. It's up to you guys. B, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Jesus Christ! What? I thought you fucking nodded out for oh, a second. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, your, your sound is coming up like a little slower. That's, uh, maybe that's oh. why. Oh, well, he's
2: maybe. In a delay. Uh,
0: Way to save yourself.
2: Don't I don't know
0: how <laughs> to save yourself in a Zoom <laughs> meeting. I <don't>
1: <laughs> yeah, I was going to say he was basically fine the whole time. And then all of a sudden, when we caught him daydreaming, looking <laughs> at the internet, <finale, laughs> he fucking. I, mean, listen, he said I didn't the, know you were asking you, me a You notice that before. delay's gone now?
3: I <laughs> was thinking like what really you're you delay. That del- he
1: just faked that he-, <laughs> he faked the fucking delay I just said you notice that delay is gone already We caught him We caught him nodding out Wait the- what <laughs>
0: <laughs> No I never fake a delay Come on what are you How dare you, how dare you, you? Come oh, a little slow. I didn't know what you were saying B got sick of me
1: talking He just nodded wow, out
2: wow, wow, wow. <laughs> yeah. For the course Wait, I have, I have, I have a technical, technical question for you guys. Uh, oh, yeah. We're the, we're the guys for that. <laughs> uh, wait, <laughs> can, can you record all Zooms? Like, do you just record on Zoom? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Chris. Chris. All
0: right, cool. I might, right, I,
2: might, Chris? Uh, I might start my own podcast and just do it on Zoom at first. Because Why I don't? Can I say
1: the one thing Why I was not? disappointed in? Chris, when you came on before and you were using your phone, as you were logging off, I complimented your hair. And, uh, then you no. came on, and then you came on and put a hat on and I was <laughs> going to say I was disappointed in that <laughs> whole to- episode.
2: I'm sorry. I haven't been able to get a haircut. I, I, I have a Hasidic Jewish sideburns right now. <laughs> <laughs> so- that's that's to, uh, the same
1: thing I have with my beard. They look like I have like just the, the sideburns and nothing else. Are you, are
0: you growing your hair out? What's going on? Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, it hasn't okay. came in
2: yet. It's, I don't really grow it fast, but I haven't shaved in a month. You haven't shaved your you haven't shaved the top of your head in a month and it looks like that. <laughs> yeah, That's fuck shiny. you. <laughs> That's shiny.
1: It's now you know what my obsession would the look There is take.
2: nothing That's growing I there. I noticed. Huh? Yeah, That's true. what Chris
1: didn't notice. It might your be hair, the light, though. <laughs> What? I'm gonna need to start pouring a Miracle Grow on you, man. Just Chris's hair was so fucking wavy. I noticed it when he first popped on.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I know it's long. Long we got we got some flowation going. I, I might stick it out for a bun or, or
0: Let it go. Who cares? You know, what are you my opinion, well
2: else you're gonna do? You can't get it cut. The reason why I haven't uh-huh. shaved my head is because in the first
1: week or two I was shaving it and my buddy goes, dude, why don't you just see how bald you are and don't shave it until the yeah. end of this corner. So that's I not say that to you? It was it was a few you, Paulie, we were on with a few people.
0: Okay.
1: And so I got the uh the, that, the, the that pretty fucking bald. anything.
0: I don't think you have the patience
1: to do it, though. I'm going to go until the quarantine's up. I will not shave anything. All right. I'm also good at not doing things. I know, but you're you really
0: also are. But you you're get like. like neurotic. You get in your head. Like, I need to shave it. <laughs> and, and like, you'll do it. Like, uh, dude, no, you,
1: you have the hardest thing is that
0: my chain gets
1: caught on my neck and it hurts. That's just your neck, though. <laughs> no, it's the hair on my neck, you dick. The role, let's just get stuck in the roll. <laughs> That's gross. Well, if you guys made it this far,
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> guys, follow Christian Han on uh, on all social fl- uh, platforms.
1: Yes, and he is. A,
0: is a, you'll
1: have a laugh if nothing else, because he's very entertaining and it's it's clever, it's funny, and we could all use some laughs nowadays. You know, it's fucking too serious okay. out there.
2: Yeah, so yeah, I'm, I'm pumping out the content. If you guys want to follow me uh, at Mingle with Christian on Instagram, main—that's the main platform right now. Uh, okay. And then if you guys are on TikTok, if you don't care about China stealing your information, it's Mingle with Chris. And Twitter is Mingle with Chris, and uh, Facebook's Christian on. I think it's just that. I don't really put much effort into my Facebook. Yeah, no, all right. We'll yeah, figure it sucks.
1: Facebook's for old
2: people like me, no. me. Yeah, for old people. Can I just find
1: out before we go real quick? I'm sorry, right before we sign off. And this is like the question you're not supposed to ask people, but it's usually women. How old are you? I'm 24. Okay. I wasn't sure when you like what age gap we were talking here. Oh yeah, no, no, no. I'm 24. Wow, I'm 12 years older than you. Literally, I was a senior in high school when you were in kindergarten. You could be my dad. Yeah. I could <laughs> I could be but, a young dad. You could.
2: Uh, but, and you'd be, yeah. you'd be more successful than your father. i know i just have to to get hired by anybody (laughs) (laughs) oh man oh and
1: on that note
0: we Uh, are uh christian next time great Uh to see you i can't wait to see you in real life one of these days and uh yeah uh, i don't know we'll get back to it
2: yeah man Uh,
0: um, absolutely